story of the market district of downtown Kansas City, Missouri, from the banks of the beautiful crystal blue waters of the Missouri River. It is Two Douchebags and Microphone Podcast. If a 10 pound bag of shit could talk, this is what it would sound like. All right, we're off and running. Two douchebags. And a microphone. I'm Mark. I'm Christopher. Welcome. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. We're going to start off with this right here. Uh, some of you that uh, pay attention, I know there's people that get the automatic downloads. They probably noticed that we only did one last week. Well, there's a good reason for that. We were in the <laughs> middle of our podcast at the City Market last uh, Monday, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And I started vomiting profusely. <laughs> yes. And I think you can hear a little clipping there towards the end. <laughs> we were doing our uh, segment I call Bullshit. Yeah. And right at the very end of bagging the shit out of Nikki Six, um, suddenly I got <laughs> what my mo- my wife had had a couple of days previous. I was feeling great until then. And like, yeah, we're going to do a few hours of podcasts and everything's going to be great. And go back home and yeehaw and, you know, ass slap each other and, you know. <laughs> Then dissect it, throw it all together for you fine folk out there that listen. Yeah. So, that's not what happened. All of a sudden, I'm like, blah, and I start blowing chunks all over the city market, all over the <laughs> entrance. It was horrible. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I had, Christopher had to drive back home in, in my Jeep because, um, I was uh, sicker than a dog. I you just progressively little, got worse. You need a little nap right away. Yeah, yeah I was, I was <laughs> feeling horrible. Yeah. So I felt real fluish, and I felt like someone took a baseball bat to me. Yeah. And so I get home, and I cuddle up in the little ball and pretty much in the fetal position, pretty much crying inside, Mm. uh, hurting like hell. I woke up about 2 a.m. that morning with the worst backache ever as part of the flu. Yeah. And I talked to other people that had it, and my back was just hurting in one area so bad, it was almost unbearable. So I grabbed for a uh, muscle relaxer. Oh, yeah, those yeah, will help. Yeah, and I'm like, that ought, to, that ought to do it. Well, it put me out so much, I shit the bed three times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> I wake up, and I'm like, what the hell? Uh-huh. I thought you had to be awake to take a dump. Uh, oh, I guess my not. God. It's like someone took a bowl of Hershey syrups and just uh, threw it all over my inner thighs and ass cheek. Oh, oh it was gosh. horrible. So I'm in there, and, I, and I'm sicker than a dog, and I had to go into the shower. I had to take my uh, my jammies and fucking throw them in a bag. And hopefully goodness. it didn't leak all over the floor. Some of it did. I had to clean that up, Gosh. and I had to clean some of the, the stool up, and then I had to wash it all. Uh, you know, uh. I had to wash my ass off, basically. So I'm like, mm. okay, well, surely that's not going to happen again. I think I shit out everything. <laughs> oh, no, I go back to sleep. I wake up again. <laughs> I felt like uh, Groundhog Day, <laughs> or, or that commercial uh, that uh, Andy Reid's drawing everybody's mustaches, and Mahomes comes out of the back after been sleeping, and he goes, it happened again. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I felt. It happened again. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, anyhow, that was a horrible ordeal, and you only got one podcast last week. We're sorry, but hey, it's free, so you got your money's worth, right? <laughs> yeah, really. So... Oh. Yeah, anyhow, that's the whole story about that, and uh, and it sucked balls, I'm mm. better now, and so, anyhow. Mm. So, so, here we are at Snow Creek. Yeah, in the lodge, uh, watching people tumble and do all, all different kinds themselves. of shit there. <laughs> yeah. It looks like people are smoking weed or crack up there somewhere. Yeah. Look, you see over there, look, there's the... Uh, over there, where the, uh-huh. uh, um, the ski lift is, over there to the left. You keep see a lighter. You keep seeing a lighter flash. Yeah, and they're all they're held in a something corner. Around. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they give a shit here, but anyhow, um, uh, Snow Creek is in Weston, Missouri, which yep. is about an hour north in the Missouri River Bluffs, which are very uh-huh. steep bluffs. And they've got snow making equipment, mm-hmm. so they can. They it's can make an actual snow. ski resort. Yeah. yeah. It's cold enough now to where they can make the snow faster than it can melt. Yep. So, and it's a fun place. It's been a fun place. It's been around for probably 30 years, maybe. Yeah, a long time. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. does very well. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, my hot chocolate is phenomenal here. Every mm-hmm. time I come here, it's great hot chocolate. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm having coffee because, you know, they make their hot chocolate with milk, so I can't yeah. have it. So. Bastards. Yeah. <laughs> no. 
Hey, you know, it just occurred to me, um, since you, Missouri has legalized recreational marijuana, mm -hmm. uh, one part of the law has already come into effect, mm -hmm. and that is anybody in Missouri, 21 years of age and older, can possess up to three ounces of marijuana. Yeah. Yes. And so that's that's why they're up there smoking weed by the ski lift, because well, right. cops don't care anymore. <laughs> you know what? I never even thought about that. <laughs> in a couple of, if they arrest them for that, in a couple months they'll be let free for marijuana because they're going to clear everyone of marijuana charges anyway. So people so, are getting bold. Yeah. Why not smoke weed in public? They're not yeah. going to do shit. <laughs> hey, look in there. Is that couple arguing? I think they're flirting. They're flirting? That looks like foreplay to me. Uh-huh. Maybe so. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. They look like they're fighting, but I think they're working up to angry okay. sex. Well, anyhow, speaking of that, the Filthy Bean in Nashville, Tennessee, we need to uh, mention them again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were yeah, very, they very are nice. They official sponsor. The Filthy Bean is a great purveyor of fine coffees in a terrarium, I guess, like atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. That was very, very nice. Very lush. Very green. Yeah. Very beautiful. I mean, yeah. it's just uh, a... It looks like a giant terrarium. I mean, you have sun, sunroofs, I guess, uh -huh. everywhere, and grapevines and banana trees. It's I very could, cool. I swear I could see lizards scampering around here and there. Like there probably was lizards. In the rainforest or something. Yeah. And don't feed the fish like that one hassle did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was tossing them chocolate-covered espresso beans. <laughs> not, yeah. not so good for the koi. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> But uh, anyhow, the Filthy Bean is our official sponsor in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, all our Nashville listeners go there. And even if you're stopping by, go there. They're talking about uh, opening up a location in the airport, so maybe if you're just like so, yeah, doing if a you're layover, stopping there on a layover, yeah, go there. Yeah, great coffee, great place. The bar ought to be about open. I got to call Rick and ask him if the bar is open yet there or not. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, coffee drinks. Um, <coughs> coffee drinks, but you know. Coffee, alcoholic drinks. Yeah, are uh, <coughs> going to be a big thing there. Well, he said he's getting one of those machines in. Yeah, the Irish coffee, frozen Irish coffee machines. Mm. That's going to be cool. Yeah, but he said that the, it's the face of it's going to be for that. Then they're going to doctor it up. Yeah, that. yeah. Add ingredients, whatever you want, he'll do. I wonder if one day he'll name a coffee drink after us. Oh, the two douchebags. Yeah. Yeah, it could be shaped like a microphone. Yeah. Had somebody say, I'll, I'll, I'll like a, a double douchebag, please. Yeah. Yeah. He's even talking about maybe a coffee, liquor, banana split. Oh, mm. yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Wow. <laughs> name, name something after us, you know, even if it's the trash can in the men's room. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to go ahead and say the trash can in the men's room is two douchebags and a microphone. Yeah, there you go. So that go is our official... Um, Feel free to blow snot rockets right into it oh, when you're there yeah, visiting. Yeah. Piss in it. Yeah. Vomit in it. Like oh, I would, there you go. Yeah. Like I would have last Monday. Just vomit all over that son of a bitch. Oh, yeah. You see the looks yeah. we're getting? <laughs> hey, the name is two douchebags, so what do you yeah, expect? Yeah, so there you go. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be interesting when we go back to the city market next time to do yeah, a podcast. Yeah, yeah, Or maybe I'll just like make an appearance there and get a coffee on the way to work or something. <laughs> yeah. And just get their reaction. Like, see oh my if there's God. A, see if there's a sign up there with your face on it. Do not serve this man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, the mad vomiter. Yes. Uh, well, I was the mad shitter at home. Well, that's true. You've been the mad shitter, so the mad yeah. puker. Mad shitter in Clinton, and now yep. mad shitter in my bed, and like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Branching now, out into the mad vomiter. Yeah, yes, well, you know what, sometimes you got to go outside the box, right? Yeah. yeah. I guess, I guess I could be the mad pisser. Yeah. I could try to, like, piss everywhere. But, yeah, yeah, dogs do that already, so, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. I have yeah. to come up, I'll, I'll come up with something original, the mad something. Do like they do in Europe, whenever they love an act, they piss at fucking, uh, um, what is it like? They uh, roll up a magazine and piss down their pant leg. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was talking about piss bombs. Um, oh, I, I can't gosh. remember what band it was. I said in Europe, I don't know if they still do it, but they used to like piss in balloons. Uh, and they throw piss water balloons at you because they love you. Oh, I'm God. like, man, guys, hate us. Stop. <laughs> oh, I, I think I, I heard something about that. Just, <laughs> you want them to like you, but then when they do, you're sorry they like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's fucked. Oh. Yeah. Air's dry in here. My eyes It's itch. just like when I used to hear, you know, oh, they pick on you because they like you. 
It's like, so you mean every day I get a fucking fat lip because that guy likes me? <laughs> yeah. I hate to see what happens if he fucking hates me. Yeah. Yeah, people pick on you because they like you. Well, isn't that domestic violence? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying I should just let it go when it's domestic violence. Oh, yeah. okay. Odd yeah, message oh, you're sending there. He, but. he just likes you. He's just testing you. Yeah. Well, he's really fucking testing me, let, let me tell you. <laughs> so... Anyhow, we watched a little NFL earlier. The Chiefs uh, tried to give the game to the oh Broncos. My God. They did everything they could to hand uh, victory uh, to them. Yeah. yeah, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they Anyhow, tried their best to, to, to blow it. <laughs> Three interceptions for Mahomes is not like him, but you know what? Everybody's entitled to a bad game. We'll see what happens from here on out. So, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, they really weren't. They weren't playing like themselves. Well, I mean, I don't know. They started off really hot in October, November, and then uh, when they should be getting hot now, I'm a little worried about it. It seems like they're not as hot now as they were. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. You're supposed to be getting on a roll in December. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. Backwards. Peaking and you know, hitting your stride and firing on all cylinders, and we're just. <laughs> yeah. They look like they had no clue what to do next. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so. Anyhow, so uh, you have any subjects that you want to start off with? Oh, let's see what I've got here in my uh, my super fancy. You see, oh, we already talked about Mike Myers. And how about people? Let's see. Nope, nope, we covered that. Sorry. What is it? Um. Let's talk about who or what was the monster in your closet when you were growing okay. up. Okay. Okay. Let's jump that on that. That sounds good. Yeah. So. Because I forgot my notes last time, too, and I have some stuff that I need to catch up on, too. Oh, we'll yeah. A little bit later. Okay. Like uh, people that aren't self-aware. Yeah. I got my list. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Okay. We can do that next if you want. Yeah. So, yeah. That's what I thought you were going to say, and I was getting ready to say, hold on. I didn't get to say mine because <laughs> yeah. I didn't have my list. So, Okay. So, uh, yeah, Monster, Monster in Your Closet, I love this. You sent me that text, and I was like, that's a great idea. So mm. go ahead. You have the floor. Um, that's, you know, I, I'm presuming that's still a thing is, you know, when kids are little, they think there's a monster under the bed or the monster in the closet. Um, I don't see how it couldn't be. Yeah, it just you know, it it's seems just like nature. Mm -hmm. um, but, but growing up... Um, other kids would tell me about the monsters in their closet, or they'd be afraid there was a monster under their bed, or, or something like that. But um, I I really didn't think of you know th there was a time when I thought there was somebody living in my closet, and I nicknamed him Sparky, and he kind of mm -hmm. looked like a big old hulking Neanderthal caveman with a big club. And How old were you? I was probably like five. Okay, six. all right. Um. But to me, he wasn't the monster. Um, the monster in my childhood was actually my dad. Really? So the creature in the closet, I dreamed up this big, strong, scary, hulking caveman guy because I wanted him to go beat up my dad. Because <laughs> my dad was the real monster in my childhood. <laughs> wow. So it, it uh, and that's something I've. That's, I've been on the outside looking in my whole life, the monster in the closet. Because mm -hmm. for me, the monster in the closet was going to save me from my dad. That was so not where I thought you were going. Yeah, the, the scarier and the, the more horrifying he, the monster in my closet was, the better. Because I was going to sick him on my dad. Wow. Isn't that weird? So I've never yeah. really understood the, you know, open the closet and shriek, scared, you know. Because for me, that never existed. Wow. That, that was always where my champion was. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only kid who grew up like that. No, but, no, 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 no. But it's something that doesn't get talked about. It, it, uh, it's such an odd thing to think about. That is pretty much Psychology 101, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, wow. Okay, mine was the opposite, but I, I mean, okay. I threw you for a loop, didn't I? Yeah, you did. That's why I didn't. I didn't hint anything. <laughs> yeah, like I said, this is not where I thought it was going. Yeah. 
uh, wow. So you want to elaborate any on that, or you want to well, just leave it like that? Yeah, um, my my father was um, a very selfish and self-centered man. Um, it's the way he was brought up to be, but he wound up being uh, at first physically abusive and then psychologically abusive. So he was he was terrorizing me uh, more than any school bully could. Um, wow. I remember times that my mom was going out to some school function and I was going to be at home with my dad and my brothers and sister, and I remember being terrified of being left alone at home with him and just getting hysterical and crying and screaming until my mom agreed to take me with her. You know, they weren't supposed to bring kids along, <laughs> but I wouldn't let her go without me. And I don't remember, I remember the incident, but I don't remember specifically why I was so terrified to be alone with him, but I remember it being a very real feeling. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just, I learned to avoid him as much as possible. Um, but, you know, it wasn't always possible. <laughs> wow. But, uh, you know, he, he didn't have a real good relationship with any of us. Um, but, um, being the youngest and smallest, I was a lot easier to pick on. And, uh, unfortunately, my, my brothers followed suit because they saw my dad picking on me, so they... Mm-hmm. They did, too, for a while. But, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I felt a lot better once I didn't have to live in the same house with him anymore. <laughs> when I got wow. the chance to go live with my mom, it's like, whew, <laughs> never going back to that. <laughs> wow. So, but, yeah, never, never had scary dreams of the monster in the closet. It was always, that's, that's where my protection is. That's crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's not crazy, actually. It makes so much sense. Well, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's not where I thought you were going, and I'm really kind of, I don't know, you know, wow, I don't know what to say. To you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, when did it go away? Um, wow. You know, I think I think I kept feeling the, the hurt and rejection um, until several years after his death. Wow. Um, and I wound up having to just forgive him for everything, not for his sake, but for my own. Okay, I'm becoming the interviewer here. I'm Barbara Walters. <laughs> yeah, if you would you be? <laughs> Did you ever become the monster yourself? Uh, I started to. Uh, mm-hmm. there are times when I, 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 recognized myself going way overboard with my own kids um being a real that's, jerk that's not very that's that's very common yeah that's why i asked that yeah yeah the, it's definitely one of those you know the cycle continues mm-hmm. kind of thing but you i got I yourself at least in was, check though did you you realize yeah, what you're doing yes yeah i kind of figured that i i always wish you know that i had exercise more control, but I... I, I think everybody... I think everybody does. Everybody yeah, does, every, on every level. Yeah, you, you lose your temper, or you lose your cool, or you say yeah. or do some things, but uh, I would always recognize, you know, okay, that's my father's behavior coming through in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and in another way, another facet of this is my father was the beginning of the cycle because he didn't have a father. Mm. His father was killed when when my dad was like two years old. You think there was residual anger? Yeah, there was. I'm sure there was anger at his dad for going away and not being there. But he was also spoiled and pampered and made to feel like he was the center of the universe by mm. my grandmother and all the female relatives because he was the only male. Uh, with the Kemner last name, and you know, all the rest were, were okay. women. So it was kind he of like was the kind of storm of a yeah, lot of different yeah. things that made him. So he was the focal point of you know our family line's about to die out unless this kid, you know, now, succeeds. Um, so he grew up mom? feeling very entitled. What did your mom do? Um, was she complicit? Was she combative? Um, 
Did she see it? Uh, I think she did. I think she was responsible for him eventually quitting the physical abuse and punishment. Um, but, uh, in a lot of ways, she was very concerned with her career and uh, her future. She was already planning uh, to split up with my dad. They were already, you know, neither one of them wanted to be with the other. But it um, didn't, it, it helped it along. The yeah. Abuse. yeah. But, uh, and then, so my mom was concerned with, okay, I need to put myself in a position where I can, you know, live without him and, you know, financially mm -hmm. be okay. So well, that that's was the case in a lot concern. of relationships. Yeah. So I, I kind of fell through the cracks of what was going on. Mm -hmm. um, and then when they did split up, uh, I had spent the summer in Florida with my grandparents, and they asked me, who do you want to live with, mom or dad? Um, mom was moving to Oregon, away from all my friends. I thought my dad was staying in the same house, same school district where all my friends were going to be. So I said, I want to stay here in KC. Now, of course, my dad sold the house and got this cheap-ass little rental in a different school district. Oh. So, you know, all my friends were gone. Still. So you were fucked. You didn't get I, to go yeah. to Portland. So, but you know what? If you didn't do that, you wouldn't be here right now, and you wouldn't be with your wife, Cindy. And you that's have true. That's you true. Do. You wouldn't have uh, Lewis and Jeffrey. Everything happens for, for all sorts of reasons. Exactly. Yeah, so You had no idea at the time is the wrong choice, but long form, it was the right choice. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. But, yeah, uh, it, yeah it, and by that time, I was in seventh grade, and uh, for the most part, it was uh, neglect on my dad's part. Mm -hmm. uh, well, it had nothing to do with me or my brother, Mark, who was living there at the time. He'd spend almost all of his waking time out of the house and away from us, um, to the wow. point where he wouldn't buy, even buy adequate groceries for us to make meals with. We had to start complaining. Wow. <laughs> so then he just loaded up on like hamburger helper. We lived off that for yeah, here. weeks on end. Here, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so that's where I learned how to cook. Is you know nobody was making dinner, so I had to learn how to make stuff in order to survive. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but wow. Uh, so that was a year. But then my mom came back, and uh, uh, she got a uh, a rental house and stayed here. And then I went. A constant pursuit for a little knee slapper. It's strange insults from an alien. Real hilarity. They, the pit, that the bathroom stall, never reached a lock. They closed the door. Hello, this is Satan. You might know me from my pet name, Inflation. I'm here to tell you that there's no better way to relax than... Listen to two douchebags in microphone by a nice warm fire at night. I sit there and I reflect on all the souls I burned that day. Enjoy. clutches at Good. that point, and I really, I had as little to do with him as possible. That's what I was getting ready to ask. That was yeah. my final, my follow-up question, is, mm -hmm. is how much you had to do with him afterwards. I avoided him as much as I could. You know, there'd be family gatherings, and, you know, sometimes it'd be like, you know, Thanksgiving with Mom, and then Thanksgiving with Dad. And, um, I would go along to the, but I, I would just try to, you know, hide in the corner and not engage anybody. I've got one more question. Sure. Okay. Have you forgiven him? Yes. That's very important. Very important. Mm 
For you. Yeah. And and it's it became more uh, it it became easier when when I grasped the concept that um he did what he did by choice. Mm -hmm. uh, there was also a lot of you know he was kind of raised to feel a certain way and think a certain way. He was raised to be selfish and self-centered and put himself first. Mm -hmm. I mean, because that was all encouraged by the, the women who were raising him. Mm -hmm. And so I can understand why he was inclined to do the things he did. Yet at the same time, I can still hold him responsible because he made yes. the choice. Yeah. To do the wrong thing. Yeah, he did the wrong so, thing, and he knew right from wrong. Yeah. But yeah, there are certain factors that, um, let's see, would, um, what, accelerate it? Mm-hmm. Or... Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, regular person who just dreams up evil things to do, or, and it's not like person who is so pre-programmed they can't help themselves. Yeah. And they just do bad things. No, there's... There's this more realistic area in between where most people fit is they're inclined this way, but yet they still make the choice to go that way. Whereas they can choose to say, no, I'm not going to do that and go another way. Yeah. So that's where my dad fits in, is he gave in to the selfishness and the self-centeredness and whatever served his interests at the moment. That's, that's pretty much always the way he went. And when he got angry or frustrated, he found someone to take it out on. Wow. Yeah. For a while, that was me. And okay. later, it was somebody else, I'm sure. Well, I do believe you're a better person because of it. So I guess it served its purpose yeah, on, well, whatever, on whatever level. Plus, so. you know, this is a lot of, you know, years of counseling, too. You know, well, yeah, yeah, I know, I know it's... Yeah, look, <laughs> if all of us were a finished project, I guess we'd be in the ground, right? Yeah, yeah, really. So, yeah. So. You know, that's you part of life is you grow and change. And change. Yeah. Yeah. But if you stayed the same, you know, once you hit puberty, you stay in person. Boy, how boring would that be? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's what I've always said. It's just is, so boring. Well, I don't like to change things up. And it's like, oh, my God, I don't think I can really. <laughs> yeah, I met guys at the Postal Service that, you know, everyone started as a PTF, and you float from route to route covering, and then you had a chance to have your own route. And I knew guys who had had the same route their entire career, 30-plus years, same mm. route, day after day after day. I would get bored out of my mind. I really would. I, the longest I kept a route was, I think, six years. Well, you know, uh, I, I mean, you know, I've talked about this before. Mm. And, you know, my, my old job, I didn't realize how strung out and bored and how much hatred mm. I Hello, this is Alien. Mark is currently going off about his former employer. By now, you know he despises the reading asshole pieces of shit. Therefore, this part has been edited for your protection. Have a wonderful day. People still need unions, and unions suck. Yeah, there's there's some lot of problems with unions, yeah. too. That's so, unfortunate. Anybody yeah. who accumulates power and wealth Mm -hmm. Like, you know, union treasury funds and, you know, the power of being a delegate. Your vote matters more than, uh, yeah, this corruption creeps in over time. Yes, it does. Um, you know, the AFL-CIO was all mobbed up. Oh, yeah. And, uh... Probably still are. Yeah. 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 All you gotta do is look through history books and read all about it, so, yeah. you know. Well, anyhow, but, the monster in my closet... I mean, are you done? Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, I okay. got it. All right. And, uh, okay, and everything else that went along with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyhow. Um, okay, the monster in my closet. I remember this one very vividly because uh -huh. it fucking paralyzed me with fear. Mm. I was uh, stomping ants, ants on the sidewalk, it, you know, that led up to my childhood home in northeast Kansas City. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm out there, and I'm just, like, stomping the shit out of them. And I thought it was funny. I was like, I don't know, maybe four. Yeah. And I still remember this very vividly, okay? And, you know... My mom came out, and she's like, you know, why are you taking so much pleasure in killing these creatures that did nothing to you? Oh, wow. And it sunk into my soul. Yeah. Like, Man, why did, why am I doing this? I'm not a bad person. 
Yeah, I went in. I felt horrible. So late at night, I had a dream that giant black ants were grabbing. Oh. I mean, I was scared shitless. And this was a recurring nightmare for a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. A giant ant. That would be awful. Yeah. Yeah. That would be pretty scary. Oh, it was several of them. Mm. And, I mean, I was paralyzed with fear. I would wake up sweating. and I mean, I was like four, oh, five, yeah. crying. I mean, it was so real. Uh. It was so real. So... Um, Anyhow, that was mine, and mine's nowhere nearly as cool as yours. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, that was it. Mine's pretty simple. I was killing ants for no reason. My mom came out and said, why would you want to do that? And I, and I got to feeling horrible about it. And then in my own mind, the ants got revenge on me. Yeah. You know? And it was scary as hell, and it haunted me for years. I remember uh, a nightmare that I got off of a TV movie. Uh, it was one of those, you know, Tuesday night movie, or used to have, you know, weekly TV movies on one network. Uh-huh. And I don't remember anything else about the episode, except there is a woman who was being uh, haunted, I guess. And she was on the second floor of her house. And she looked out a window, and there was a face looking in it. And how could someone could be, you know, just floating there, looking in the window of the second floor of the house was, you know, because she ran to the window and there was no ladder there or anything. It was just, you know, a face there floating outside her window. And that creeped me out. And then I had to go upstairs to the second floor to go to bed that night. <laughs> and then and my room was nothing but windows. It was a converted sunroom. Uh-huh. And it was just windows on three sides. And so every window in there, I was expecting a face to just appear. <laughs> and I was just going to die right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, the stuff we came up with as kids. I know, night, huh? yeah. Isn't that something? We didn't know, you know, there's there's plenty of real stuff to be scared out of your mind about. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just look at the world in general right now. Yeah. It's enough to scare you. Yeah, a lot of shit going on constantly, and mm. and there's a lot of stuff that make you makes you aware that we're all very vulnerable to any of this. Yeah, that yeah. no one no one is guaranteed anything at any given time. There were you know thousands and thousands of families in Ukraine minding their own business when Putin decided to invade, mm -hmm. and look at all the death and destruction and rape and other hideous things yeah. that have gone on just. For no reason other than Putin wanted to straighten his dick out. If you sat back and you thought about it, you'd probably be afraid to leave the house most times. Yeah. But you're, we, we can't be designed like that. Yeah. You yeah. cannot let things like this affect you like that. You have to keep moving on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As a species, we're, we're kind of wired to gather in groups and socialize. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. hiding yourself off in isolation is unusual. You know, uh, I, I'm not going to go into this, and I can't, but this week specifically, I had a very big tragedy happen in my family. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a bad tragedy, okay? But I don't want to go into it for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. But I choose to do this podcast. I choose to do what I love to do, because you have to keep going. You have to keep doing what feeds your soul and what you love. Yeah. You cannot let evil stop you in any way. Yeah. You yeah. know, evil, if evil stops you, evil wins. Yeah. And so, there's plenty of people out there who would love to try to make you live their version of your life. Yes. And there's people out there that want to bring their hell to you. Yeah. Don't let it happen. Yeah. Keep yeah. moving on, keep your head up, and keep your eye to the sky. Mm -hmm. So, anyhow, um, that was my monster in the closet. And uh, last week... I forgot my notes, besides vomiting everywhere. <laughs> so, um, what people are not self-aware, he had a great list. Oh, yeah. And I had nothing because I didn't have my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you were having memory problems because yeah. your body was rebelling. Yeah, yes. <laughs> to think about it, I think I wasn't feeling well, but I just didn't realize it. Yeah. No, I, I can, think I I can tell you were starting to struggle a bit because you seemed I, un, unsettled uncomfortable. Yeah, because um, I started listening to podcasts, I'm like, I didn't sound right. Yeah. But I didn't think I felt bad. 
So, anyhow. Oh, man. Yeah, it's probably the adrenaline for doing the podcast because we both love it so much. Yeah, yeah. We tend to, you know, get down there at the city market and we just roll. Yeah. So, you know, without that, we probably wouldn't have even made it as far as yeah, we did. Yeah, but I got to ask Kathleen last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got, I'm in the Hall of Fame from last week. Yeah. So, but uh, I, I came up with this segment. Christopher comes up with a lot of segments. We text them to each other. Yeah. And then we write this stuff out. So, I got to explain how I came up with this segment. Yeah. Yeah, what people are not self-aware, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. For instance, an old foreman came up to me one day and he said, Mark, you know, I can call you fat and it doesn't bother you because you know you're fat. You can't go over there to Benny and you can't call him fat. He doesn't know he's fat. Huh? And I got to thinking about it and he was right. Wow. You didn't call Benny fat. That fucking flipped him out. He was not fat in his own mind. Right? Uh. He come up to me and go, hey, you fat bastard. I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> you know, because I was self-aware on that level. I was like, okay, all right. So I got a few pounds. All right. Yeah. So yeah, well, I can, I can, I can see that kind of person. Is they're just, they're so clueless. No, he's about, in people's shit, and he come over yeah. and fuck with me, and he just goes, you know, and he goes, you know, Mark, and I'm like, what? And he goes, you know, he goes, I can call you fat because you know, and I'm like, yeah, you do all the time. Yeah. He goes, you know, Benny over there, he pointed to him, and he uh-huh. had a huge, he was a lot bigger than me, big old fucking gut, uh-huh. and he wore fucking uh, um, shirts that were too tight, and his fucking gut would hang uh-huh. out when he reached up, and Total it was really denial. nasty, and he smelled, and all that stuff, mm. and he go, yeah, he go, Benny over there, he doesn't know it, he goes, you cannot call him fat, he goes, he just fucking, he shits a brick, he flips out. Pretty much so, any guy in skinny jeans would fall into that category. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, people are not aware of what they look like. And yeah. They, 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 yeah, yeah. Or that, or that one kid that's been babied by his mommy all the time. He's ugly as sin. Uh-huh. He's ugly as sin in a church on a Sunday. And, and, <laughs> and, he, and he goes around... It's like, oh, yeah, I'm good looking. My mom tells me so. We all know that one guy, right? Yeah, uh-huh. And his mom propped him up constantly. And I, there's this one guy that I grew up with. And uh, anyhow, his name was Doug. And anyhow, his mom thought he was so fucking good looking. It was almost like she wanted to have sex with him. It was so creepy. Mm. She'd go, oh, my God, Doug, he's such a good looking, handsome boy. And she'd come up and kiss him and start rubbing his back. And all of us kids would just Yikes. start fucking inching out of the room yeah and, and even he was getting uncomfortable and he thought he was great because of his mom wow. she was a single mother and she doted over him yeah. and just thought he was just and she goes yeah he looks so much like his mom and she was ugly as sin and he was ugly as sin i mean oh well you know simon cowell became famous tearing apart people like that Yes. On American Idol, uh-huh. people whose friends and relatives have told them all their lives, "Oh, you sing so beautifully," and they can't. Mm-hmm. You know, and then he was the one to tell them, "You know, I'll tell you what you, all your friends and family won't tell you: you suck." <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is what brought him to fame. That's how he got famous because he was he was brutal he, about crushing people's hopes and dreams. The only thing I could say about dreams. Simon Cowell is. <laughs> could have done it a little bit differently, a little less abrasive. Yeah. But other than that, he was 100% correct. But that's, you know, that's what sold the show to start with. People would tune in to and watch him shred people. And now you got the kind of gentle, uh, yeah. uh, gentler uh, yeah. Simon Cowell. And now you can't go a single... You can see it on his face. Yeah. He hates it. You, you can't go a single episode without somebody on the panel of judges getting all weepy over somebody. Yeah. You know, it's or so touchy the golden ticket anymore. or some stupid yeah. shit or... Yeah. Fucking clowns come out with fucking balloons and confetti. Mm-hmm. Or the judges jump up and yeah. scream and yell and go nuts. It was nuts just like I was talking about America's Got Talent so that was on, what, I don't know, like 30 podcasts ago or something. Yeah. And then they had the guy in the fucking, what was it? I forgot, like a fish outfit or something. I don't know. <laughs> Saying stupid jokes. Oh, well. Anyhow, you know, that, yeah. Well, okay, my not, not self-aware, number one, of course, I think this is pretty much a given. Vladimir Putin. Yeah. This guy poses with his shirt off, flexing in the mirror. 
What a pasty, beady-eyed, ugly <laughs> troll. He's horrible. He's awful. He thinks he's the stud of the world. <laughs> he you does. see those photos? Uh-huh. He's fucking flexing. He's talking about the Western leaders. They want to be disgusted <laughs> to see their shirt off. It's like, have you ever seen your little bitty fucking round beady face? God. You ever see? I don't think I've seen probably an uglier person in the world. There, I guess the women that he pays to have sex with him tell him he's no, handsome him. and yeah, oh, wonderful. Oh, you're the best, lad. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Of course, they know if they don't tell him that, then he'll kill him. Me. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably got a number of shallow graves in his backyard. Women who dared to tell him, you're not looking so good today. <laughs> yeah, you look a little puffy there. Uh-huh. Yeah, you look like uh, a little better than the Ukrainians kicking your ass. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And Yeah, that's a, that's a good example. He thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. Oh, yeah, Remember that expression? <laughs> yeah, I always love that one. <laughs> that was, it's like he thinks he's all that. for a while. But hold on. Hold on. We're not done yet. You also get this. Bag of chips. Yes. <laughs> Vince from Shamwow, I can see him doing that. Yeah. Hold on, man. That's not it. Also, <laughs> have you seen that Shamwow guy's mugshot? Yeah. <laughs> man, that crazy eyed, crazy eyed oh guy. <laughs> How much makeup do they have on that guy? Because I mean that that mugshot, that guy looks just certifiably. He, he looks all methed out. He's crackers and crams. Yeah, yeah, he looks methed out. Yeah. He really does look all methed oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. It was so, a short ride for that guy. I hope yeah, he saved his money. It's done now. Oh, I guarantee you he didn't save his no. money. Spend it all on meth, in my opinion. <laughs> Number two. Skip Bayless for even thinking his worthless drivel would oh, yeah. amuse or inform anyone. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yes. He has this smug look on his face whenever he says anything, like, <laughs> I got him now. And everyone's thinking... That was probably the dumbest point I've ever heard in my life. You know, I, I think it, it, it's got to be that his role on the show is to be the ugly, stupid troll that everyone hates and screams and yells at and writes angry emails and tweets about. But then they tune in again next time because they mm-hmm. want to see what the ugly, uh, horrible troll is going to say next. He's designed... To piss you off and make you angry and make you watch again next week. Go to douchebagsandmicrophone.net. You're one stop for douchebaggery. You want to write us? You want to say something to us? You want to look for a live button? When we go live, you can call in. All of this stuff is right there for your ear holes and eye holes. You got it, chumps. It's all yours. Two douchebagsandmicrophone.net is up and running. Hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. Continuing our quest here at Two Douchebags and a Microphone to be constantly funny, once again we offer you strange insults from an alien. Yeah. So he doesn't have anything insightful or intelligent no, no, no. or it's real just to say. Reaction. It's all, yeah, it's all jerk an emotional response out of you. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's and he like thinks he's the, so wonderful about the it. The cheapest form of entertainment. Yeah. The counter-programmer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, someone could say, uh, let me think, uh, um, uh, Josh Allen, let's just leave Patrick Mahomes because, yeah. okay, he would find a way to motherfuck the guy. The guy's a fantastic quarterback. He wins a lot. He's a good guy. He does a lot for charity. He doesn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. He would find a way to motherfuck the guy just to do it. Just to piss people off. Not because it's true. He's he's the guy who will always champion the unpopular opinion. But he doesn't mean it. No. He doesn't feel that way. No, he knows <coughs> excuse me, he knows it's wrong mm-hmm. and but he just wants to get under your skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he looks like a skinny version of Mr. Heatmiser. <laughs> Only a lot older. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe a 300-year-old heat miser <laughs> with more wrinkles. Yes. Number three, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, God, her yes. Her goofy-ass snide looks, her over-eager, over-indulgent acting whenever a bill is not signed or not signed. This mummy-looking bag of shit has the brain power of a bag of pus. And, and, and what's with that freaking Egyptian death mask of makeup she wears all the oh. time? Does she, does she really think she's fooling anybody? She's an old, freaking, wrinkled-up hag. 
Just own it and quit painting all painting all that ridiculous shit on your face. She does such a production. She thinks the people that well the people that vote for her are idiots. Yeah. But you can tell she's like orchestrating a three year old fucking circus. Like oh yeah like. I, there's she, probably she people who stuff. tell her she's she's oh she's so wonderful and I just love her. Ugh. There are probably people who tell her she's beautiful. Oh, I'm sure there is. There are people that tell her she's the greatest thing. You've done so much for this country. No, all she's done is like most of the other politicians. Take, take, take. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, she is the epitome of not being self-aware. Yeah. She looks in the mirror and sees Snow White. Everybody else looks in the mirror and sees Skeletor. Yeah. Or, or not in the mirror, but looks at her picture and sees yeah. Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah, and her overacting is just complete fraud. And it's so obvious and stupid. It's that phony, but people phony eat it outrage. Up. Yeah, people eat it up for some reason. Yeah, they love that. Oh, look at her. She's throwing that bill away that Trump just signed. Yeah. So, he still signed it, dumbass. And what is it? What childish quality is there? And, and I'm not Immature, not childish Trump quality in yeah. the American public that they respond to, to just a stupid, meaningless act like that. Yeah. You know, what, what is it about the Americans that we will accept that kind of stupid, childish behavior? Okay, I'll tell you what that is. Pop culture America. Yeah, it is. Pop culture America, TikTok America. Yeah. They respond to stuff that they see. It's kind of like Pavlov's dog whenever he starts uh, drooling. Yeah. Same thing. They see something like that and they're like, oh, mm -hmm. oh, look, she's throwing that bill in the trash. She's mad. She must really love us. Well, you know, the... There's been over 70 years of research into subliminal control mm -hmm. and sending message directly to the subconscious, and all of it's in use. All of it's in, in is being, you know, perfected and and, and tweaked and and supercomputered into the most effective way to get us to do whatever they want, like a marionette. Mm -hmm. You know, the ad comes on and we respond. The yeah. politician comes on with embedded symbols and messages and images and we respond. Our our guts, our emotions respond mm -hmm. and then our intellect follows along. Yeah, that's because true. Because we think, well, we must be feeling this way for a reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but what was the reason? The reason was because you've been manipulated. Yeah. And... Uh, and it sounds like conspiracy theory bullshit. No, 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 it's until true. Until you actually look at the technology that's available. I wish we it's could get amazing. Deep Sky back. I think he'd move back to California, honestly, yeah, yeah. because he doesn't have the same number, and he's never up at the city market anymore. But he knew all of the hemi-sync rhythms and yeah. everything that they use to sub subliminally advertise and to basically brainwash you on TV. Yeah. Flashes of products flashes in certain numerical orders, mm -hmm. and, and it's all psychological. Yeah, and it, it's like the the dance music that is set at 100 beats per minute, mm -hmm. because that's high enough to where you feel like you've just been, you know, in a fight, or you just run a long ways, or... Or, you know, it gets your adrenaline going because your heart's pumping faster and your body thinks, uh-oh, something's going on, we need to get more alert. You know, it's it's the, the beat of the music is forcing you artificially into a hyper state. And then you're susceptible to all sorts of things. Yeah. <laughs> look, anything we say, look it up. Look it up, Do the yeah. research for yourself. See what you can find. Mm -hmm. You know, do you believe anything you see? I hope not. Yeah. Do you believe anything you hear? I hope not. And, and I was just recently watching a TV show about the uh, the business tycoons and the titans, you know, the the multi-multi-millionaires of the early 1900s through, like, the 1950s and 60s. Um, and I think one of... I think it was J.P. Morgan that was quoted as, as saying, I don't want a nation full of free thinkers. I want a nation of workers and consumers. Henry Ford. Henry Ford said that? I'm pretty sure okay. that was Henry Ford. Yeah. Yeah, and he's the guy that said, just give me a pair of hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and that Henry makes Ford sense. Henry thought that people were just fucking stupid as hell. He might have been right. Yeah. He was like, no, 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 I'll come up with ideas. 
You just facilitate what I tell you to do. Yeah. And that's it. And, and you can look over the decades and see how the American public education system was dismantled, dumbed down, mm -hmm. defunded, mm -hmm. hamstrung, mm -hmm. and it's because the people who were pulling the, the purse strings, they don't want intelligent, free-thinking people. They want people who are going to work for their factories or work for their companies, and then when on the weekends go and buy all the shit that the companies make. Let me tell you something, Christopher. You are on point tonight. Mm, thank you. You are on point. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupted. Oh, that, and, you know, a big turning point was, um, well, of course, during the Cold War, they had the message of, you know, trust the government, my country, right or wrong. You know, if you don't love the country, then you're a commie spy and we hate you. I mean, it was grooming you to be, you know, a yes man and go along with whatever authority told you to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then in the 60s, we have all the student riots and protests around the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And that scared the bejesus out of the people in power. They're like, oh, oh yeah. no, we don't want all these you know young, powerful, energetic people stirring up trouble. we got to squash this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, and we'll stop this in his tracks. And they, I remember during the 70s, uh, the public school system just got crappier and crappier every year. Oh my God, right in front of our eyes. Schools. Each yeah. day was a new uh, adventure and low. Mm -hmm. yeah. They were destroying the public education system, so the colleges would be fed um, just another group of morons if yes. they went to college at all. Yeah. And, and then a lot of them also started endowing the colleges. So now they, they're basically buying off the college uh -huh. and saying, okay, no student protests are going to happen here ever because, you know, I paid for a new wing on your, you know, fine arts campus. So, yeah, I'm calling the shots here. Yeah, we've, yeah. Been, we've been channeled into this because there's no more manufacturing or creating jobs. There weren't no. for the longest time. That all went overseas. We were designed to be a consumer culture. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, where's the money come from? We're fish with our we mouth open. Out. <laughs> yeah, we're fish with our mouth open. Yeah. The money is being artificially manufactured. Yeah. It's like in the 1920s, leading up to the Wall Street crash, people, just your average everyday people, were thinking, hey, I can buy, us, buy stocks and get wealthy, yeah. too. They were taking out loans to buy stocks. Mm -hmm. And then when the stocks went up, they would say... We am rich. And then you start spending. Yes. But the thing is, you're not rich until you sell that stock. Yes. But they wouldn't sell it. They would just let it ride. And then here's another. And here's then if some bottom would fall out, then they default on the loan. Mm -hmm. And it, you know, they all got their houses the house. taken yeah, away. Yeah, it was all part of the house of cards. Uh, they're borrowing money to speculate. And then they're spending money based on the speculation. And then when nobody can pay, everything falls apart. Yeah. So here's a uh, here's a tip. Yeah. You don't lose your money. Not not to you, to everyone else. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I know you already know this. So you don't lose your money until you take it out. Yeah. So if everything goes in halves, leave it in there because it's buying stuff in halves. Then when it goes back up to fulls, all the halves you bought is full. And you have that much more. Yeah. So, I, I know people, as soon as it drops, you're like, I'm going to go take my money out. I'm like, you're a stupid son of a bitch. Mm -hmm. That drives it down even farther. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. Why do you leave it in there? Buy it on the way down. Yeah. Wait till the bottom falls out, then go buy it. Like real estate. Yeah. This next bubble. Have money in the bank. Have money ready available. You'll buy stuff on sale. And then when it goes back up, you sell it. And then when it, it goes over and over again. Yeah. The system isn't that hard if you look at how it's done. Yeah. But people get carried away. and Well, people think they get smarter than, uh, oh, yeah. than the people manipulating the system. Yeah. It, it, it's like everyone thinks they're above average. Yeah. There've got to be at least as many people below average in order for you to be above average. I would say any more. Yeah. <laughs> that's what average means. Same yeah. number of people above as below. Yeah, that's how you get an average. 
Yeah. And then again, look up how they figure out averages, and that'll tell you everything right there. Yeah. There's it's a combination of everything. There's a yeah. There's a diff there's different ways to come up with averages. So average is about as close to normal as you're going to get. Yeah. You know, people say things are normal. Well, I don't think there is a normal. Do you? Not anymore. No. Depends Thanks. on what part of time you're looking at <laughs> yeah. and what you're looking at. So anyhow. Yeah. Um, okay, number four, Ryan Seacrest. Sorry, but that fucking girth has no personality and looks like a troll doll with a goofy-ass haircut. God, I, I listen, never could t see what people saw in him. Listen to that guy is a better sleep agent than heroin mixed with fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> that guy puts me to sleep just fucking looking at him. Gosh. Number five. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. These two blabbering assholes make Dr. Fauci seem like an energetic record spinner at a top 40 dance club in Manhattan. <laughs> yeah, Joe Buck and, and, and those two will put Troy you to sleep. Aikman, just they're fentanyl so, and heroin. They're boring. Oh. They're so boring. And then, my final, mm -hmm. but not least, probably the most prolific one to me is Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. She looks like a bag of shit, and she thinks she has something relevant to say, but nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares what she says. Yeah. It, what What is her point anymore? You know, I don't know. She I'd just like exists to be nasty and, and ugly. Yeah. It's like, look, if you're going to be nasty, at least... Be entertaining. Label it. Yeah, yeah, label it as such. Yeah. Yeah, so, ah. well, anyhow, um, did you know uh, Google's most, uh, Google 2022 most searched word? Oh, what is it? Wordle. Wordle? Wordle. What Wordle is was the most searched word according to Google. Wordle is a web-based game developed by Welch Software Engineering, Josh Wordle, and owned and published by the New York Times since 2022. Huh. This so explains a, a lot. This is why civilization has gone to hell. <laughs> this is the best explanation around. Enjoy your regorge, America. Nothing to see here. God. Wordle. So the most important thing on everybody's mind was, where do I find this little game? Yeah. Oh, Isn't God. that depressing? It is. All the stuff they could have been looking up? Yeah. Wow. So. And, you know, I... I, I knew a lot of people in the past that the only reason that they ever bought a computer was to play solitaire on. It's uh -huh. the only thing they ever used it for. And then when AOL came along, they all said, oh, well, I'm going to get on AOL. And they get on AOL and play solitaire. <laughs> <laughs> and um, what's his name? Bill Gates said that the only reason they put solitaire on those uh, Windows uh, versions was to teach people how to use the mouse. Hmm. That's what it was there for. That to makes teach sense. you how to click and drag and select and get you comfortable and, and uh, to where your aim was good with the mouse. It was it was a training tool. <laughs> Disguised as a game. I that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense why it was done. Okay. Yeah. Because I think people were saying this mouse thing is too difficult to use. It's too hard to get used to. Yeah. So they designed a game that everyone knew how to play, but they made you play it with a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, Training the monkeys. Yep. <laughs> Have you ever heard about Cheadle? Jimmy Cheadle? No, no. Oh, okay. Or Don Cheadle or Don whatever. Cheadle. No, no. no, Cheeto Dust, or by its proper name, Cheadle. Oh. can be used to dust about any type of food you would imagine. Most mm. people would have to rely on taking a bag of Cheetos and smashing the puffs into a fine dust, right? If you want to coat something with it, like, let's say uh, you're having, like, a chicken cordon bleu, right? Yeah, yeah. You want to add a little flair to it, so you take a bag of Cheetos and smash the piss out of it with your hand. Yeah. And then you take, like, the uh, chicken that's already wrapped and layered, and you mm, throw it in there and roll it around. Rip. Yeah. yeah, and you'd bake it or whatever you want to do with it, or fry it or whatever the hell they do, you yeah. know. So, okay. 
Okay, well, uh, now instead of having to do that, all you have to do is um, buy this new um, product, the Frito Low Mates. Cheeto Lay Mates. So it's Sorry. a pre made Cheeto. Well, it's a Cheeto Duster. Oh. You can only buy it on their website and only for uh -huh. a limited time. So, this contraption is called a Cheeto Duster Machine. This machine works a lot like a coffee bean grinder. You simply put the Cheetos in the chamber to push the grind button. Soon you will receive fine Cheeto to coat or sprinkle on your favorite snacks or baked goods. If you want one better, act soon. This machine is offered only for a short amount of time on Cheetos' website. Uh, okay, and they never heard of a food processor? That's exactly <laughs> Yes. Or like those little, you know, spice and coffee grinders do the yep. exact same thing. <laughs> but this one is a authentic Cheetle maker. Well, why can't I use my coffee bean grinder? No kidding. <laughs> yeah, why well, you I can buy that? an attachment to put on your KitchenAid mixer that'll grind those suckers up for you. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it's like this shower head I saw advertised on TV. It had like. 19,000 different settings, and then they'll spray on the back for hosing off your shower afterwards. It's basically All these features. It's, it's something that's designed to be bought and given as a Christmas present. Because it's never advertised except for this time of year. So it's, well, it's, think about it. How much that stuff you think anyone's ever going to use? Yeah. They're like, oh, man, I got five minutes. <laughs> I run into shower, shower real quick. They're not going, what's this do? Uh -huh. Oh, look, it's like a wind sprayer. Oh, hey, what's this do? Oh, this is a vibrating sprayer. Uh -huh. Nobody does that. It's like those shower radios. Are you in there long enough to listen to the radio? <laughs> anyway. Someone took a dump in the corner. Oh, jeez. Ugh, glad they're gone. Let's just hope they don't come back. Oh, man, that smells. 